1: podcast network listener it is i james h carter the second and what you're about to listen to is the podcast version of our latest creepy book club live stream that took place live on the internet february 11th 2021 in this episode the book mother knows best is discussed Written by Serena Valentino, part of the Disney Villains book series. This book is about Mother Gothel from Tangled. If you would like to watch the next Creepy Book Club live stream live, do yourself a favor and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss it. But for now, Tanisha and Gretchen, take it away.
2: Hello, Creepy Bookworms. We are back for 2021 with the Creepy Book Club, and if you didn't already see, that today we're going to be talking about Mother Knows Best by Serena Valentino. We are continuing our Disney Villain series, and of course, just like every single month, I am joined by my East Coast witch sister, Miss Gretchen jeevon Cooking. Mother Knows Best! <laughs> Hello. Yes, we're back. I'm so excited to be back. I get to see I you. I miss you. I know. I miss you too, my creepy witch sister <laughs> <laughs> from another coast. Um <clears throat> so yeah, so today we are talking about we had to postpone from January. January was a little crazy. It told 2020 to hold its to hold my beer. 2021 is here uh, so we just kind of were like let's wait a little while give some folks some time to catch up to creepy book club maybe read the book um, so we're here we've read it we're excited to talk about it yes James said creepy book club is back it's happening Woo! <laughs> um so as always we're gonna start off with our spoiler free review just giving sort of generic overview reaction to the book and then we will give a spoiler warning that there be spoilers ahead uh so spoiler pirate i'm in i'm in
0: florida so that's my pirate (laughs) face
2: i don't know how california pirates would be would be like "Ah?" i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's my version of a californian pirate Um, but anyway so we will let you know when the spoilers will begin. So if you have not read the book and you don't want to be spoiled at all, we will let you know when to tune out. Um but let's start off with our spoiler-free review. Gretchen, what did you think?
0: You know, only really knowing Mother Gothel from the tangled movie, I didn't really have enough of that character to really form too much of an opinion. So I was I was really like drawn in by her character i i think that her story was captivating and there was a it was a melancholy to it that i really was drawn to and i could actually relate to a lot of that too i i enjoyed it
2: yeah i was in the same boat i have to i mean honestly she probably I don't know if I would say she was my she's my least favorite Disney villain, but I think kind of like you were saying, she was kind of the Disney villain that I was the least interested in when I watched Tangled. Um, you know, I I uh, you know, if you're familiar with the movie, I felt like, you know, her whole shtick was kind of like vanity, right? Like that was just kind of how they portrayed her, was that she just wanted to be young and beautiful and was using Rapunzel for that. Um, and so I just kind of was like. I don't know. She wasn't my favorite villain in the movie. Um, but I will say this book did, did a great job of making her a really compelling character. Like I, I did, I found myself being a bigger fan of Mother Gothel as a villain, um, after reading this book than I was prior to reading this book. So I will say that, um, the book did a great job of just making her really layered and complicated and uh and less I guess that sort of two-dimensional like oh she's just vain uh it, there was there was more to her story than that so it was very interesting. Um and yeah and I think that's our spoiler free review, I don't know, yeah, I can't this I feel one like it's
0: I... <laughs> difficult to because there's so little known of her already as the source material, and there's so much that happened in the book that it's very difficult to elaborate without spoiling, yeah, and yeah j c james James felt the same way. James read the book,
2: guys, James read it <laughs> uh, that he grew to love her after reading this book, so yeah, yeah, it's Um, it was really good, but yeah, we can, it's hard to, you know, not get into why, um, without getting into spoilers. So I think that will take us to our, that was our spoiler free review. (laughs) All right. (laughs)
0: And clock.
2: (laughs) And clock. We are now on spoiler time. So if you do not want spoilers, get out of here. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Get out of here. Uh, but if you're here for the spoilers or if you've already read it, then hang out. Let's talk. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Um so I wanted to start off with timeline. So if you tuned in to the previous book club, you'll know that I was a little like, when when is this happening? What's happening? Uh, for Maleficent story. This one was nice because it didn't do a lot of time jumping. We had a little uh the book started off earlier in the timeline, I would say pre I'm trying to think of like the events that happened in the beginning. So the the odd sisters in the beginning of this book are not in the dream realm yet. Right. So that means we are pre Maleficent,
0: but post Ursula right? Yes. <laughs> in that timeline. Okay. <laughs> Bless Serena and her time jumps and they're all going to make sense eventually. I <laughs> because you also, you know, you see the sisters young too. Like they're young when they first meet Gothel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's so. very early on in their witchy development. Um. So it's kind of interesting. And in case folks don't know, Gretchen, I'm reading these books as we go. Gretchen has pretty much, have you read all of the books up until the most recent release or how far are you?
0: I am at Evil Thing now, the Cruella de Bill book. I have I have yet to start that one. That's where I'm at. So okay. you guys are catching up to me. But I, I did I did go back over it so that I could have it right, right, fresh. It's like right here right <laughs> right 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 here right, right, here, right here. <laughs> yeah so so
2: Gretchen knows things that I know not yet uh that I have yet to find out so I'm excited to kind of see how everything starts lining up and and I'm assuming like the the way that these stories are being told I'm beginning to see that there is uh that Serena is very methodical um uh, and so I'm assuming that that these sort of the reason she's kind of jumping around in time is to set up stuff that's to come, um, and so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how it all lines up. But luckily, this book didn't time jump too much. We just kind of went a little earlier, like the timeline started earlier um, and came up. So yeah, we got to see the odd sisters very young. Um, and then we kind of start off with Gothel as a small child. Well, I guess small-ish child. I think they didn't really say how old she was, but old enough.
0: Judging from, like, just the way she describes them, I'm guessing she's probably... Because she she actually has a set of sisters, and they are probably, I would guess, like, between 9 and 11. So they're, like, old enough to kind of Know how to read and run around and play, but not quite old enough to like take care of themselves. Right. Yeah. I was, I was thinking around the same time frame too. And
2: I was kind of struck. So, so, uh, Gothel has two sisters, Primrose and Hazel, which I love. I love the, the flower names here, the theme here. Um, and, uh, and I, one, I immediately, as soon as they said like three sisters, um, I immediately thought of the Odd Sisters and I was like, huh, that's interesting that we have three Odd Sisters and then Gothel is one of three sisters that also have magical bloodline as well. Um, I was curious if like you picked up on any patterns or, if, or you may already know something, I don't know, but um,
0: <laughs> that sort of mirror of, of three sisters, three sisters. Um, well, I always keep the secrets. So I I will not, I will not spoil anything. Um, However, I do notice that. I notice that threes kind of pop up and even like Gothel's mother was talking about a great power born to three twins, uh, natural twins and, and things like that too. So I feel like there is some sort of prophecy that's, that's they're trying to either, it's either going to be fulfilled or they're trying to like fit it in to kind of make it be fulfilled. Like I can't really tell at this point, like where they're going with that, but I feel like there's some sort of great prophecy that, that Primrose Hazel and Gothel's mother is trying to kind of make happen. Yeah,
2: definitely. And that's, that was the other, so their mother is a witch. She's sort of the lead of, um so the she's land
0: the, of the dead, the dead or the, the dead. Yeah. And she, they live in the dead woods. Yeah. And so that was very... a whole like thing too. Like the, the Queen of the Dead and how she was like she basically had zombies in this book. Like she could rise them from the dead to do her bidding and things like yeah, that. Yeah, as a necromancer, I was like, ooh, this got dark. <laughs> it, it does get a little dark though. And then like, you know, like she's flexing her powers and and there's a lot of um, kind of dark imagery when it comes to the work of the Queen of the Dead. And it's, it's used a lot in the book. And I was like, hey, I'm here for this. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. We're all about that at the creepy kingdom in case you didn't know. <laughs> so, um, and then something else I, I thought was interesting was the dynamic between the mother Gothel's mother and her and her sisters. And, and so you, like, as I was reading you, it. It makes it very clear, and kind of Gretchen, you were alluding to this, where like the mother had some sort of plan that her daughters were essentially tools in some bigger plan that she had, um, with some maybe some type of prophecy or something. Um, and and so the three sisters were very different, I think, in sort of their aspirations. So Gothel was very keen on learning, you know, their mother's powers and and becoming powerful herself and that she wanted to be a witch and whatnot and this conflicted with her sister primrose who was like i don't she, you know she sort of viewed their mother's magical practices as being dark and and something she didn't want a part of um, and then you have the third sister hazel that was kind of in between um i think she just mo- more so just wanted to be loyal to her sisters so she was kind of going to go with whatever her sisters wanted to do Um, but the mom had some great plan of of gifting her blood to sort of uh, pass on her magic to her daughters but the the daughters had to accept it Um, and so while Gothel was willing Primrose wasn't and 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 just the the dynamic between like the mother kind of playing favoritism and favoriting Gothel over the other there two. There was
0: stories. a lot of that. Like she treated Gothel so differently. Like she was always like, you know, you are, you know, you are me. Uh, you are of mine. You know, you are all me and I will never do this. Your sisters, like she treated them like they were kind of an annoyance um and and more of a hindrance and just kind of there cuz they have to be there, but Gothel was the one that needed to be there. So that always gave me some sort of clue. Uh, as to the, where she valued, you know, she kept saying, you're me, you know, you're, I wouldn't hurt you because you're mine, you know? So that knowing from the Maleficent book, where there was some sort of thing going on with uh, Maleficent having a child, that's where my mind automatically goes. So I kind of was like, Hmm, wait a minute here. Like this one, this one is very important and the other ones are a hindrance. So that at this point in the book, that's where I was kind of thinking it was leading to. Yeah,
2: I had, I was thinking the same thing. I was, when she was saying you are me, I was remembering, well, that's how Maleficent created Aurora, right? Was that she had taken from herself to create this child Aurora and took all the good out of herself to make this child Aurora. Um, and so, yeah, I just sort of got that imagery of like, instead of, you know, I want to put all the good, you know, I'm almost thinking that, you know, Gothel's mother, maybe in a similar fashion, created these three daughters. And then each, you know, Primrose got all the good, you know, Gothel maybe took all the darkness and Hazel was just, I don't know if she's like the leftover.
0: (laughs) she's the she's the biscuit that sops up the gravy <laughs> <laughs> the
2: leftover it's like she's just you know whatever's left uh they made hazel um but yeah so it was just it was an interesting conflict and then yeah the fact that she sort of favored gothel so heavily which i think is interesting because i feel like it kind of comes full circle because we know what type of mother gothel going to turn into um that sort of this is is her mother figure, um, and and what that means for Gothel's view of of motherhood and and um, yeah, her motivations. So it was it, it's a very interesting dynamic that I think was set up, um, and then uh, so essentially the mother. Uh, because Primrose turns her back um, on the mother and accepting her blood and the magic, and it creates this whole drama, this whole ordeal. Um, And then uh, I believe that their mother was sort of like threatening the sisters or threatening to curse the sisters. And Gothel, which I think is also very interesting, again, with her motivations in the long term, ultimately Gothel chooses her sisters over her mother um, that she wants to protect them. And so essentially destroys and kills her mother in protecting her sisters. Um, And then, and then her discovering her mom has these Rapunzel flowers, which obviously we know comes into huge play later. uh, But her mom has this, collection of Rapunzel's um, that I, that I think um, did they try to destroy them
0: and fail to destroy them? I read, I feel like I read
2: this a month
0: ago. (laughs) It's like this big conservatory full of these yellow glowing flowers that are called Rapunzel. So that's where you like learn where this name is. And it's in the flower is like the key to the mother's life. Like the queen of the dead. That's how she's been living forever. Like she's hundreds of hundreds of years old because she uses the essence of these Rapunzel flowers. So in this dramatic, horrible scene, they destroyed all of them. And the mother's like, "No!" like slow motion screaming, no. And, um, there's like, all this disappears and dies, and turns out they kind of needed them, right? And so they're digging so through and find one. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Because I was like, I was like, I know,
2: I remember them destroying them, but I was like, I know they didn't destroy all of them because obviously, the Rapunzel flower comes into play later. Right. Uh, I was like, they missed at least one. So that's right. They did dig up and find when they realized that that was. But the they needed to have those in lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're like, oh, crap. I almost feel like I remember to like that just reminds me of like Black Panther. And like when they destroy all the the, the flowers and I'm like, why? Because why? Why? then why right. do we need it again? Like what? Um, so, yeah. But I guess they didn't know. And they found out as their mother like withered away that they were like, oh, crap. We might actually need this.
0: <laughs> well, so the mother had this like servant and his he was like um like a skeleton, like he was like this withered skeleton, uh, Sir Jacob. And so Sir Jacob was like who went shopping for them and did their bidding and so like he was like their butler. He's so and precious though. I felt like he was. I so, love like, him. He, he was <laughs> I picture like the, the, um, the under the moon pirates and pirates of the Caribbean, the movie, like, cause they're talking about how his skin is all sunken and he's got, he's like old and withered, but like, he's kind of sweet. He's got like a, like an army captain outfit on, like he's, he's precious, but Jacob is the one that like shambles over to them. And he's like, um, you needed the flower, guys. You, you kinda,
1: <laughs> here's a note. Your,
0: we knew your mother knew you were going to do this, so here's a note. You know? and, and that's kind of they were like, "Oh, let's let's go figure this out." Like, "Oh crap."
2: Um, but yeah, so they they kind of rebuild, and I like so another interesting aspect in sort of. And again, this is another thing that Serena does really well, is setting up sort of relationship dynamics between the characters. Um, And so then, like, what I find interesting is sort of as they, after their mother dies, um, Gothel sort of kind of takes the lead of her sisters. um, And she just sort of puts her foot down that she doesn't want to be like her mom. She wants to protect and love her sisters. Um, she even goes so far, they build like a whole new home and house, and, uh, they begin the festival of light in the Deadwood to bring light to the Deadwood. And, and, um, so she just, she changes a lot. She's basically like, I'm everything my mother stood for. I'm going a different direction. We're doing, this whole family is doing a rebrand. Um, and so I find it interesting that she, starts off working so hard to not be her mother, and then we know how Gothel's story ends um so yeah it's it was it's just interesting um seeing those that shift and and where she's at in the beginning, even knowing um
0: the direction
2: that she's moving in uh, I thought was really interesting.
0: It's like, it's kind of like this common theme that's like going on through these books is kind of like when you obsess about something so much that it consumes you in twists, you know? So it's like, that's kind of what I'm seeing is she was so obsessed to see, you know, get, get her life together for her sisters. And, you know, she was going to make it right for them since they were stuck in the woods together and they were just so obsessed, but it just kind of like, you know, that obsession turns dangerous after a while. And it just, it's like, it's, it spoils. And so, and that was kind of an interesting twist with it. Cause you do, you kind of like, you're like, yeah, girl, I want you to get your life together. You got the toxic lady out. You're all good. And, and then it, it, it just goes sideways. After. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, did, I did start noticing like when they were having breakfast and they're like having tea and they're having tea and scones for breakfast. And I start noticing details that Serena's writing in there. Like um, the teacup at Gothel's house was like this black China with skulls and crossbones. And didn't Snow White, like, have tea with a skull and crossbones? She's like, what is this? You know, none of their ketos match. So it's like you kind of start seeing those connections in there at that point, too, because I was noticing the teacups and the set because I'm thinking I want a set like that. So-
2: <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I think, too, because, like, you, you have the benefit of this is your second read through. So, like, on the second time through, you're like – able to pick out those small teeth details. I didn't even put two and two together of the skull and crossbones teacup.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, they're so good that I kind of blow through them. And then I go back and I listen to the previous book so I can remember the pieces, but that was such a fun detail. And when I heard it, I was like, Aha! I see what you did there. So I got it. I'm here for this. And it's fun. It's a fun detail that I thought was really entertaining and that like not everybody might not notice it, especially if you have you've had a lot of time between the two books, but I, I thought that was super cute. So thumbs up on that one, Miss Valentina. Nice. <laughs> well done. Seeds planted. I
2: like it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Cause yeah, definitely. And then the other thing we'll talk about down the road, speaking of like connecting all of these is the epilogue, but we'll get there. Um, but that blog, I was like, okay, I'm starting to see what you're doing. Starting to see. Um, so, yeah, these, again, to reiterate, if you didn't watch our last Creepy Book Club, um, that this book series, it kind of starts off, you know, sort of these very individual compartmentalized stories where you didn't n- really need to read the other one to read this one and enjoy it. But it's, now it's like you need you need the whole thing. <laughs> otherwise. Um, you're missing a lot. Um, So definitely start from the beginning and then meet us here if you haven't already. Um, So yeah, so, you know, Gothel's sort of resisting following in her mother's footsteps for a long time. But then obviously, you know, I think she she still has a strong desire in her to be a witch to discover, you know, sort of discover the extent of her powers or, or what her powers
0: could be or um, and so oh, she's, yeah. she's kind of like, well, I'm queen now, so I guess I better figure out how to be queen cause I got this job. So she's, she's at that point, but then her sisters like start to get sick.
2: Yeah. So yeah, her sisters are starting to become ill. Um, and, and, and so part of it too is, is she wants to save her sisters and she kind of toys with the idea of, like, do I give them our mother's blood and, and, and her magic? But then no, because she doesn't want to harm them, right? Because especially for Primrose, like, that was not what she wanted at all. Um, you know, was this a
0: curse of their mother's doing? Um,
2: right.
0: And there's this big posthumous warning not to share her blood with her sisters. Like they're like, "Do not share your blood with your sisters. It is for you and you alone, Gothel." So it's like, um, like, well, if I give her my blood, then she'll be healthy again. So, but she's got, you know, got that warning in the back of her head—that big stern warning. Yeah.
2: And part of me just wonders if 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 it was uh, their mother's doing because their mother was so clear that like Gothel's the one, and I don't care about the other two. And I it, even after their mother's gone, that still seems to be the case of like Gothel is the surviving of the trio, and and it was never meant for the other ones to. Grow or move on or do anything or accomplish anything like they they had a very short shelf life um, from the beginning yeah. at least
0: according to their mom. That is kind of what leads me to believe that the sisters were disposable. You know that she like because mom's gone. And all of a sudden the sisters fall ill and Gothel's trying to like heal her sisters and make them feel better. But mom's gone now. So I'm like, are they just like disposable? Was she only keeping them around to entertain Gothel while she was off doing her queen of the dead stuff? Could be.
2: I mean, yeah, maybe they won't. They, maybe they purely existed to support Gothel in some way. And that, it, and that in reality, her only daughter. Was Gothel. Maybe she stole the other two kids. Now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like really going into. Now I'm wondering if she pulled a Gothel and like stole these other two kids, Hazel and Primrose, from elsewhere, and that they were only meant to like Gothel is her,
0: you know. I see. I believe I like that's mud. I'm getting. I feel like she had Gothel and then she like created the other two. Even their names are like totally different than Gothel, yeah. you know, like. Like the two was, flowers and Gothel. And Gothel, yeah. I I got Vladimir, Mortimer, and Bill. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I that was like, the, one of the things I noticed right off the bat was I was like, well, they don't even have rhyming names. Like this isn't Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like this is, there's obviously, she is meant to stand out here. And yeah. so that's kind of where I was feeling like after mom died and the sister started getting sick, I'm like, okay. So it was like her oh. essence, what was keeping them. And now that she's not there, they are withering like a flower because they're named after flowers.
2: What if, cause she was, what if I just had a thought? Oh, what if, okay. So because she was queen of the dead and she had this whole necromancy thing going on, what if they were just two dead children? Oh, that she. Yes. That she reanimated to serve as companions for Gothel. And That's that once she died and, and her powers faded, that that they were returning to their dead state.
0: That's interesting because she definitely showed that she had the power and ability to do something like that. And she was very savvy when it came to resurrecting the dead for her needs. So that's quite possible. That That's an interesting thought. I like that.
2: Very dark.
0: As <laughs> well. Very
2: dark. But I was like, oh, I wonder if they were never really alive.
0: Hmm.
2: Interesting. The babies okay. were
0: always dead. Ooh.
2: That would, be, that would be really creepy and unsettling and dark and twisted. But I guess we'll see <laughs> if anything comes of that. But yeah, so they, you know, they're ill. Gothel can't save them. They end up dying. Um so they're but in she,
0: like a medically induced coma. Yeah, like she's able to kind of preserve them. They're just sort of like
2: frozen in their state and just like, yeah, in a in a coma, just out, done. Um, and so she's just kind of keeping their bodies. Uh, she's hanging on to them because she, I mean, she ultimately wants to bring them back. Her sisters, uh, Gothel's sisters are her everything. She's very, you know, that's sort of her um, motivation throughout the whole story
0: is her sisters and, trying to figure out how to bring them back. Um, So she realizes that the Rapunzel was the key to her mother becoming, living forever. So she kind of starts thinking, well, if I use the Rapunzel flower to bring my sisters back, then, you know, that's, that's how we do this. That's the secret of mom's power. So she's, but she's only got the one flower. That's it. And that's not enough to bring back two human beings. So she's trying to, like, figure out how to, like, propagate her plants and, like, grow her flowers back so she could save her sisters. Yeah.
2: And is she a green witch? I don't know. But <laughs> not if <she> can <laughs> bring these plants back to life. She's not. No. Nope. <laughs> um, and I think this is the point where our, our favorites of this series, uh, our, our trio, kind of come back into play Um, right there or were they I'm trying to remember if the the odd sisters came to stay with her pre her sisters dying or post her sisters dying because I remember I know that they were trying to they're like we're gonna we'll help you bring your sisters back like we got you we got you um And then the Odd Sisters' motivations became a little murky. Like, what, you know, is it that they loved Gothel and she was like their extra sister?
0: Um, Nothing is ever free with the Odd Sisters. (laughs) You know, everything has a price. Um, but I feel like they did know her like I think they came before they got like they were sick, but they hadn't gone into their comas yet. They were like on the decline when they meet her and the the one thing that was interesting was about the odd sisters is they showed up in the Deadwoods, well, the Deadwoods. Are, they're protected by magic. Nobody can get into the Deadwood. So the biggest conundrum to Gothel and her sisters who were very tired and very ill at this point was how the heck does she get in here? Cause we got like magic barriers up and, they, uh, they up at the door. I don't know how they got in here. So, <laughs> so they, 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 they get in and they're like, Oh, here, here we are. Well, yeah, of course we want to help you make your sisters feel better. We would just like access to your mom's books. If you don't mind, you know, just, mm-hmm. just to look, like you know, we just want to look, it's fine. So this is where I feel like at this point in time, they're trying to research how to how to make a baby spell you know i so i think that's why they wanted to go to mother gothel's books cuz i think gothel made the babies the sisters like i feel like she well she made gothel from her so i think they're trying right. to like figure out um how to do that, so that's where the timeline I think is. I think that's how old these witches are. So it's probably after Cersei's been or before Cersei's been born. I think they want to figure out how to split themselves into making Cersei. Oh, okay, okay. I so I think that. that's why they want access to Mania's books so they can see cool. what she did, her grimoires.
2: That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, you know, they're motivating factors. They want more information, but um, you know, they sort of manipulate Gothel, right? Cause you know, one Gothel wants to save her sisters and they're, you know, they're calling your, your sister to Gothel, like we're your sisters. And you know, they're, they're uh, sort of manipulating her emotions in that way. Um, and then also, you know, promising, Oh, you know, cause uh they show up in the Deadwood and and their explanation is like, well, we, we have magic. We're witches. Like, of course we can, uh, you know, the, anyone who's who has magical blood can enter whatever this realm. Um, and so then Gothel, because I think that's one thing too that, that weighs on Gothel is that she still, even though she wanted to protect her sisters and she ultimately chose her sisters over her mother, there's still that desire to, learn magic she wants she wants to have whatever powers she believes her mother has um and and has this desire to become a witch and so these the odd sisters are sort of also making promises of like we'll we'll teach you we'll train you um and just all all these things that are kind of you know pulling mother well she's not mother gothel at this point she's just gothel (laughs) pulling gothel um, in and and they're they're manipulating her, yeah, for access to her mother's books. Um, and then you know the the eventual realization, um, that happens where Gothel realizes that it's not that her mother her mother was getting her powers from the Rapunzel's, and she wasn't necessarily, uh a witcher had those powers herself. Um, And so therefore Gothel really didn't possess uh, any powers innately on her own. Um, That she had to pull these powers from the one Rapunzel um, that she has remaining. So that was a big blow and disappointment for Gothel, was that she was not uh, a witch in the sense that she sort of innately had all these powers um yeah
0: right like she was just like well now I got nothing she she was sister Gothel (laughs) sister Gothel (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah um which I would be very disappointed too if I was in Gothel's shoes to find out like wait so I'm not a witch I don't have I don't just have these magical powers, you no? Know?
0: This is the lamest bloodline ever. <laughs> so lame. I especially suck when it comes to my heritage. <laughs>
2: I mean, especially you know, with the with the odd sisters who obviously have all kinds of stuff up their sleeves uh, and magic up their sleeves. Um, it's kind of a bummer.
0: Like I, I, I think that's I, why Gothel decided to trust them because they're like, well, they know magic. So yeah. and, and, and the and the odd sisters were even so kind as to say, you know what, it's fine. We don't need mom's books. We'll help you anyway. We you, we we love you. We'll help you anyway. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. And the whole time <laughs> I'm like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see what you're doing, Boo.
2: I yep. see you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Goffel's pretty upset, understandably, and she sort of uh, eventually puts two and two together that she's being played by these sisters. Um and and it was pretty epic that she just booted them right out of there. <laughs> they literally. Uh I'm trying to remember the way the sc- the scene described it, but I literally just pictured the odd sisters just like being sucked out the window, <laughs> like flying out the window. Um yeah, she was like out of the, the realm. Um and and the odd sisters were done away with, and I think this is where the uh, the the timeline sh- starts to shift, right? So it's a, it's assumed that after she gives the odd sisters the boot, this is when they go back, and the events of oh my gosh, probably the beast within too. I'm I'm assuming this is where like the beast within and um poor unfortunate souls takes place is like between this time period or did you get the I, same timeline sense
0: yeah i would agree to that i would think that's a that's a good place to put that it's a weird little fold of time but it is it's it's before the events of Miss, of mistress of all evil but right. it's definitely yeah i think you're right i feel that like her timelines, man. Yeah. I know. that. I,
2: I, I just constantly found myself being like, okay, wait. So is this what's happening? Where are the odd sisters now? Because So the reason I was thinking that is because obviously we see the odd sisters in person. Gothel gives them the boot, kicks them out. Um, and then next time the odd sisters come back into play in this story, they're in the dream realm. And we know that that's sort of how they ended up um by the end of poor unfortunate souls. Right. So yeah. So we this is this
0: is like happening concurrently with it is. Uh, it, those it's kind of right. like the camera just turned and it's like, meanwhile, right. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> there. because it's it's kind of at the same they they they're interconnected in that way that they're kind of overlapped and staggered. Okay. Plus flashbacks. Right. So and yeah. <laughs> all the flashbacks. Time so, yeah. means nothing to me. Yeah. It's like, what is
2: time? Um, so, yeah. So the, so then the next thing that happens, and this is sort of like setting off the events of the Tangled movie. Um, so Gothel still has her sister's comatose bodies, like on standby, whenever she figures out how to resurrect them or get more rapunzel so that she can resurrect them word gets out and apparently in the kingdom of corona corona yeah. corona um the the king has a sickly queen and word reaches them that uh there is this rapunzel flower that could save his queen's life. Um, And so the king and all his men come a knocking on to Gothel um, and saying, hey, we know you got this flower. I'm the king. I demand this flower. You better give it to me. Uh, And so you have this man desperate to save his wife and then, you know, pit it up against this, uh young woman at this point. I think maybe at this point she might be late teens, early twenties, not sure. If they, they, time again, what is time? Um, but you know, you have Goffel who is like, No, I need this flower to try to bring my sisters back, and this king that is like, I need this flower to save my wife, who's gonna die. Um, and so you have these people that are you know, motivated by very understandable things, like I would neither one of them. I can't say if I was in their shoes, I, I wouldn't do the same. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can really see both sides
0: of the story, like okay, I get that, yeah, yeah. Well, this is and this is where Sir Jacob comes in handy because apparently this zombie like had a contingency plan. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah, he so <laughs> Jacob shows up and he's like, I got you. Oh hi Sarah! Hi Sarah! Welcome. Good Welcome. To you. So he's like, I got you. I've got a place for you to run. I'm gonna send your sisters there. I'm gonna send the Rapunzel flower there. And and you I've got a I've got a place in the woods, like a cabin for you. So she actually has to leave the dead woods now because right. The king's coming to take her flower, and she's not having that.
2: That's right. That's right. I forgot yeah. that they had moved to their secret location, and that's that's where the odd sisters had come back into play. And they, found, they because in. She, that's right, because they had it. I I now okay. Now I'm remembering.
0: It's all coming it's back. It's all coming back. <laughs> the, the so
2: this I remember reading this part of the book and thinking, huh, this is kind of like Harry Potter. Uh, because there was meant to be sort of uh, uh non-magical folks were supposed to not be able to see this cabin, right? Like it was right, supposed right. to just be like, you didn't see it walking through the woods. You didn't see this right, big cabin right. there. And the, and so this was the point where the odd sisters had found her and was like, what the heck? And they're like, Oh, we're magical. Of course we saw the cabin. Like it's fair. What do you Obviously. mean? Obviously, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that, that was where, okay. So we, we jumped. So that was where they they started wheeling and that's when Gothel realized that she did not have magical powers and that the the Odd Sisters were kind of stringing her along and she's like, hold on. What mm-hmm. are you really after here? Because I, you're making me think that I have magical powers and I'm a witch and really I'm not and you knew that and you're trying to play me and that's when the whole altercation goes down, where she gives her the boot. Yeah, Love, hate the odd sisters so much.
0: You do love to hate them, you know? Like, like. They're the most, they just like, some people just like to watch the world burn. That's, that's them. They're just like, let's see what, let's stir the pot.
2: Stir the pot. <laughs> see what <laughs> drama we can cause today. Why not? Um, yeah, they're trying to play everyone always. You know? Yes.
0: That's how you end up in the dream realm. hmm. You know? That's mm-hmm. what happens. Yep. Trying to play too many people. Mm. Goes wrong eventually. It does. It does. Oh. They're interesting characters. So, yeah, they pop up and kind of help Gothel get set up in her hideout. You know? Right. They, so, they do kind of show up. They they kind of dip in and pop out because they're off doing stuff with you know
2: the beast, the beast and they're <laughs> off
0: messing with they're Ursula off. and yep. so it's like it's it's kind of like this is what they're doing while while they're not messing with these right. people as they're coming in here. So so they pop in they're like I got a minute let me help her get this house set See what up. Goffles doing
2: What's she doing <laughs> <laughs> what she doing over here? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah. They're like, mm. um. so yeah so that's where that's when that goes down okay I like jumped ahead of myself that's when that happens of like where Gothel finally is like uh-uh and then out and then you just have that image I, I wish I could remember how the book describes it but I just for some reason in my head I just saw the odd sisters like flying out the window and it I was, was like it
0: was like a t-shirt gun like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think you heard like a wilhelm scream the whole time you're like "Ah!" (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) which i'm like oh so so gothel has
2: some power because she was able to just expel them from the house at the very least um but yeah Yeah, and it
0: took her how long to develop that it still wasn't enough like she she'd been reading books for probably like 25 years at this point and she's still like she can only figure out how to keep herself young. Like she hasn't figured anything yeah. else out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poor
2: girl. <laughs> Poor girl. I know. She tried. Um, but yeah, so eventually, I mean, obviously we know based on the events of Tangled that uh the the king and his squad um find out that she's in hiding figure out a way to get to her in the flower they're like um, I'm
0: getting that flower it's yeah
2: he's like my wife's my wife's dying and I feel again I feel you dude like the odd sisters make me swoon they can do what they want. oh James
0: James likes the spooky ladies this <laughs> he
2: this the spooky
0: manipulative <laughs> the devious uh, spookies yeah that's yeah that's there you go. <laughs> so, so basically, the king's like too friggin' bad. I'm taking this, yeah. and so they do. They take the flower, and then they use it wrong, and that just makes Gothel so mad because it's the last flower, and they used it wrong. So they're yeah. like, "She did what? She ate it?
2: Like what? What? That's not how that works." Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it obvi- obviously it saves the queen's life. And then she's pregnant. So guess what? Uh, now her baby
0: becomes
2: Magical Rapunzel.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Gothel basically dips out in the middle of the night. And she comes home with a baby. Like, she's like, she's got yep. a housekeeper. She's got a housekeeper. <laughs> Mrs. Tittlebottom, which is hilarious. Or Mrs. Tittlebottom. Mrs. Tittlebottom. <laughs> and she's, she's just, like, I'm just here. I want to know part of this. She's I'm, just like, I'm to here move. to make you cake and like <laughs> feed the chickens. I'm not here for this. So, yes, Mrs. Yes. Tittlebottom, she's like, I don't know. The mistress goes out and does whatever. She comes home. I'm just here to do my job. And so, Gothel disappears in the middle of the night and comes home and she's like, this is a baby. I have a baby now. Here you go. Take care of it. <laughs> and she just walks away. <laughs> this little bottom is like, what? 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 Here. Here's a baby. Take care of it. What's his name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Rapunzel. Yeah, we'll call her that. Rapunzel. I wonder that's, why. That's his <laughs> <that's its> name. <laughs> poor. <laughs>
2: yeah, poor. I. I... It's so funny, because I'm just like, I hope she's paying Miss Tittlebottom well, because I just felt like she's so, she's just kind of the character that's like, I'm here, I'm going along with it, because like, like, you could tell Miss Tittlebottom was like, I'm just collecting a paycheck, I don't, <laughs> asking questions is above my pay
0: grade, like. There's a little Tittlebottom in all of us, like, <laughs> I think, I think all of us at one point in our life were like, I'm just here, I, yeah. I don't I didn't I don't see, know I, I didn't see nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't want to know nothing. I'm just here. I'm just trying to do my job. You do you want some omelets? <laughs> 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 like, Poor
2: Miss Chittlebottom. But yeah.
0: So oh, now now I gotta take care of a baby.
2: <laughs> a baby that appeared out of nowhere and very under very questionable circumstances.
0: Like <laughs> I would be. The princess is missing. I didn't see nothing. Let me change this diaper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. So yeah. So basically, she's nannying this this poor baby, but who knows where Mother Gothel got her from? Uh, (laughs) Just got this random baby
0: Um, and raising housekeeper. She don't ask questions, right? Like I would have been like, whose baby is this? What's going on? Nope. She's just like, okay, do we have milk? Do we have a cow? Let me go get a cow. Especially, I, feel like, I feel
2: like, I mean, I don't know how news spreads in this kingdom. I don't know how much Mrs. Tittlebottom gets out. Maybe not. Maybe she doesn't really go out that much. But I feel like as as soon as, as you know, my boss comes home with this random baby one night, and it's just like, here, here's a baby. Take care of it. It's my baby. Don't ask questions. And then I start hearing about, like, the princess of the kingdom going missing. I feel like I'd kind of be like, um, <laughs> you, what message you, you give me, you uh This, this is that baby, isn't it? That's that baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: please tell me. Please tell me that this is not the king and queen's baby. Where did you get <laughs> this baby? Hold yep. on. Nope. She's like, do we have a chew toy? Do we have, do we, what do we give babies? Do we give them teething rings? What do we give babies?
2: <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It just, I don't know. Maybe she had no clue about the, the missing princess and, and where it didn't get to her, but I would be scared. I'd be like, uh, uh-uh, the King and the cavalry are not coming for me.
0: <laughs> like You're
2: alone on this one.
0: I'm not uh, going to jail for you or anybody.
2: <laughs> no. no um and so yeah so Rapunzel's growing up um and the odd sisters at this point are in the dream realm because again time and so the events of, of the other books have happened and so they're in the dream realm but they're they're able to uh still watch as spectators through the mirror they're through their they have a mirror in the dream realm where they can look through other mirrors and see uh, look into people's lives um, that they're curious about or interested in. So they're, they're keeping an eye on Gothel. They're watching, you know, what's going on with her and Rapunzel. Um, And then I think at a certain point, Rapunzel starts becoming a problem. Uh yeah. for Gothel, and
0: it's like, um, mm, this little girl. Well, got to make they they find well, the, the sisters aren't actually in the dream well yet. They do come in one more time when Rapunzel's younger. Oh, that's right. That's right. They okay. come in one more time because they finally have been able to propagate the Rapunzel flowers. They finally were able to to use her hair. Uh, well, they didn't propagate the flowers, but because of her yeah. hair. That's right. That they're like, hey, now we have enough Rapunzel to do this ritual to bring my sisters back, which is the whole purpose of having the flowers. So her hair is long enough to wrap it around and do all that stuff. They're dead bodies. I just remember
2: remember that image of like her hair over these like. You got, you got two corpses in the
0: basement, and you surrounded by this luscious blonde, glowing hair, and freaking Mrs. Tittlebottom comes doop 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 down the street, and she walks in, and the Odd Sisters and Gothel with Rapunzel passed out on the floor, hair everywhere surrounding two corpses, what are you gonna do? You, you know, like, you're gonna freak all Poor the bed yeah. This is above her pay grade. She did not sign she's up like, for this. Oh hell no. <laughs> like, she's and like then, I did not sign up for this. This is like, bad. I- this is okay. This is too weird. The random baby in the middle of the night. I could look past, but this is this is like a seven-year-old kid. There's what are we doing? in here? the basement,
2: and we have
0: a. And in- who put out? those dead bodies in the basement? Have they been there the whole time? It's <laughs> like Craig, when why? I answered the Craigslist ad. It said to cook and to clean. It said (laughs) non-smokers. It said no drinking. It didn't say anything about corpses in the basement. No.
2: Um. No. I'm out. This is no. (laughs)
0: And and so now the odd sisters, they're like, "Dang it! Now we got to deal with this." And they're like, "Let's kill her. Let's kill her. That'd be fine. We'll kill her." What else are you gonna do? And Gothel's like no, no 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 no, I need her because <laughs> she's a babysitter. Somebody's got to watch these corpses in here. <laughs> 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 Somebody got to keep this on ice. So then they mess with her. They mess with her memory. That's right. what they do. The witches are like, we got you. That's fine. So we cast. They cast a spell the odd sisters to to mess with her memory. But they got to get Rapunzel out of there because. Now she knows too much, and there could be memories. Obviously, we need to do this. So that's how, you know, Gothel takes Rapunzel, and she's like, "I got one more place I can go," and she goes to the tower, and that's right. that's how Rapunzel ended up in the tower.
2: And they mess with Rapunzel's memory too, right? They yeah. they yeah they I was going to say she doesn't recall one of the saddest of him, parts about it.
0: this is that Rapunzel is asleep they yeah. they put her into it like they love to put their princesses to sleep in these stories don't they like they're like oh just knock her out it's fine just does this pillow smell like chloroform <laughs> <laughs> she'll be fine she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine it's fine it's so they fine. basically take rapunzel they put her up in a tower they put her in eternal sleep but they cast like this spell where Whatever she was dreaming becomes her reality. So in her dream, she grows up in this tower, she's doing laundry, she's baking, she's brushing her hair, she's painting murals on the walls, and it kind of envelops around her on the inside of the tower. So it's like, should she wake up, it will be exactly as she imagined it in her dream realm. So that that was it was really sad actually, because I was just like, oh. But at the same time, I felt better, because I was like, well, at least she's not, like, up there all by herself. <laughs> I
2: mean, she yeah, is. I but, but it, yeah, it's sad, because then it's, like, you know, and it, it made me think of the movie, too, of, like, all the scenes of her painting and doing all this stuff. It's like, oh, that was all not real. Like, it didn't really happen. She was unconscious for a long portion of her life. Yeah, a decade. Of just being comatose and And, not. And Gothel
0: just leaves her. Gothel goes back to Mrs. Tittlebottom and is living life like nothing happened. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so sad that she's just living this her best little tower life that's in her dreams.
2: Yeah. And then she also created all these like false memories of like having this very loving relationship with Gothel as her mom. That's the other thing that was really sad is because when she does become conscious again she has you know and and then it also she does helped. wake up yeah yeah um it it helped I think because when I one of the things when I watched Tangled that I was kind of like what is is Rapunzel does genuinely have a love for Gothel as her mom mm-hmm. and I just remember watching Tangled and being like where did she learn this attachment from, given that Gothel is so detached? Right. Like, you know, usually, you know, a kid learns love and attachment from the adult. So if you're not giving that, the child's not going to learn that. And so I always thought it was weird and tangled that, like, she loved her mom so much. And yet her mom's always like, eh. Right. Oh, are you going to touch me?
0: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm like, why does Rapunzel have such a strong attachment to this woman that clearly is like so detached from her? Um, but being that Rapunzel was in this dream realm for 10 years and imagining that Gothel was this loving, caring, nurturing mother, when she comes to, she has that emotional attachment and so that makes more sense to me now having read the book um versus the movie
0: I agree I agree I found that to be really an interesting because it it is true like when you're watching Tangled she's just like oh look you're in the mirror too Rapunzel (laughs) such a jerk (laughs) so terrible and it's and it's like I I found it to be very entertaining, and and the the odd sisters were cracking up too. Like we was laughing together, the odd sisters and me, the four of us, because it was like <laughs> once once Gothel, once Rapunzel wakes up and Gothel's like great. Now I got to go like play mom to this kid. And she doesn't know what she's doing. So she's just right. totally rude the whole time. And the witches are just cracking up. They're like, she doesn't even know how to be a mom. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cause at this I'm point, like, the odd sisters are now okay, watching just
0: her. Knocked it down. You know? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah. Cause th- at this point, the odd sisters are now in the dream realm. And so they are watching um do they meet rapunzel in the dream realm i know that they meet snow white did they do the same thing with rapunzel or no they didn't meet her. i don't
0: recall realm. that they nope. talked to rapunzel they wa they were watching the whole watching world. right they, okay. were, they were watching the entire like interactions in the in the um the big mirror in the tower but then Gothel had a hand mirror that she kept in her bag and she would like pull it out and be just like, oh, shut up and put it back. She <laughs> was just like cursing them out all the time. So they were there with her yeah. just antagonizing her the entire time. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? They're sitting in the dream room. They're like, well, I got to mess with people from right. here now. <laughs> well, it was
2: interesting. Cause I think, I think I was kind of expecting because in uh mistress of all evil, they were messing with Aurora while she was asleep in the dream realm that they were able to kind of uh, uh, whatever, communicate with her, mess with her a little bit. Um,
0: They were taunting her for fun. Yeah.
2: Taunting her for fun. And so I was, I think I was half expecting them to mess with Rapunzel. Like when they had said Rapunzel was, you know, sleeping for those 10 years um, I was thinking at some point, but again, we don't know what the timeline is in those 10 years. At what point did the odd sisters end up in the dream realm during that 10 years? I don't know. <laughs>
0: we may find I, out. I think they were but. just so mad at Gothel that they decided they're just messing with Gothel. And so what's the best way to mess with Gothel? Well, she doesn't actually have any magic. So let's taunt her from beyond. So, they're basically like, you know, like they start kind of assisting Rapunzel just to tick off Gothel. They're like, "This is Sorry. fun. She's she's fun to get mad. Let's see what we can do to her." So they're like, "Look, you don't even know magic, but look what I just did to your daughter. Look, she's awake. Oops, let no. her you
2: better go. Get her. You know, she's she's awake. We d- we directed this handsome thief." To come, you know, try to break into this tower, and, and Oops,
0: he got in. Now, <laughs> yeah, oh no!
2: And he's the first, like, handsome gentleman that Rapunzel's ever seen, so of course she's gonna totally oh just fall for goodness. him and have a crush on him.
0: The um, odd sisters in the mirror when Flynn Rider is in the tower is priceless. Right? Yes, uh, they're like, um, what? <laughs> what is it that I had written down? Um, they were like. Why do girls always fall in love with the first boy they meet? (laughs) Why do princesses always fall in love with the
2: first boy they meet? I almost feel like sometimes, I think one of the things I love about the Odd Sisters in this is that I do feel like they serve as kind of the perspective of the audience a bit. Like all the ridiculous stuff that we make fun of, especially classic Disney princesses, right? First
1: First man you ever meet.
2: They've known him for two hours, but he's you know, he's the one we're badly in love with him already. Um, You're like You're so stupid. What are you doing? <laughs> I love that the odd sisters are like this. is Ridiculous.
0: She, they um, are a spirit animals. Sometimes I think the odd sisters, yeah. and and the way they just they laugh the same way they laugh. Like when Flynn's like, "Okay, here comes the smolder," and they just it's like you could hear it. It was like dead silence, and then just fierce giggles like you could hear it it was so well written and it just made me I had to like go back and listen a couple times because it was so entertaining it was like that that is exactly my reaction when he said that (laughs) the roasting of the odd sisters man I just I wanted odd sisters roast on all of the princesses like Let's have that. I want to hear the odd sisters just be in the dream realm and talk smack about Prince Philip and, and then, like all of Prince Eric. There's a lot you can oh, say there. You know. <laughs> Prince oh, Prince,
2: oh Prince. god! Don't even get me started on Ariel. Oh, you already know how <laughs> I feel about Ariel. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> yes, I love all
0: whole other episode. <laughs> That's
2: a whole other deep dive of doing deep analysis on the Disney princesses. But anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love the odd sisters roasting session. I do feel like it it's I think that one of the benefits of retelling this story from different perspectives, you know, because obviously we're very familiar with the the Disney telling of all of these stories. So we're rehashing these stories with a new angle and new characters and new perspectives Um, is, is that, you know, things that were like, Oh yeah, that's totally, we're just going to knock out this girl for like over half the movie. And then she's just going to wake up. And then the first guy she sees is the one and that's normal. Like that's what's supposed to happen. And I love that now, like we have these characters that are kind of like,
0: Huh? Uh, what? Girl, you scroll. Girl. Silly. <laughs> girl? I love the accessors. So they're like the Forrest Gump of the fairy tale world. Like they have their fingers in every you know, I remember I mean I'm dating myself now, but Forrest Gump was like involved in every major event in American history from like the 50s yeah. to like 80s. <laughs> so it's like that's kind of how the odd sisters are they're like involved in every single fairy tale somewhere they're like the puppet master of the fairy tale world and I am here for it I love it oh my god
2: you know what I want now, now that you said that I just have like, <laughs> like image in hey. my head you know how like how in Forrest Gump The way they did that was, like, they took original, like, historical footage, and then they had just kind of, like, rotoscoped or, like, whatever, like, edited Tom Hanks into the scene or into the footage. Like, I almost want them to just take the Disney movies (laughs) and just, like, edit the odd sisters, like, in there in random parts. Like, just have them, like, in the crowd, just like Forrest Gump in the crowd, just like...
0: (laughs) Perfect. Just like, just looking like the, like the, what is it? The Darby Twins in The Shining. <laughs> just kind of yeah. like there, like there. Here we are, <laughs> and, and they're, they're black ringlet curls, and they're like all white. I mean, I want to oh, see yeah. the Odd Sisters in an animated or in a movie so bad that, like, that would. Blumhouse needs to make an Odd Sisters movie and I would totally be <laughs> fine to see that. Blumhouse would be amazing. My guess be it would
2: go straight to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it,
0: would, it would definitely go to Disney+ Plus After Dark. But my creepy self would love to see a Blumhouse Odd Sisters. Film. Oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah.
2: But I'll I'll
0: I'll take whatever Please, I feel please.
2: like we we could if they did like a Blumhouse where they did like the Brothers Grimm versions of all the fairy tales with the odd sisters like that would be up right up Blumhouse's alley.
0: They like would that. love it because Ariel turns into sea foam and like and so no happy endings. endings. <laughs> it's a happy ending. That no. would be amazing. Yes, but we digress. We digress.
2: <laughs> okay, I digress. I I can dream, can't I? I uh, I'm all about
0: <laughs> it. I think that's a brilliant idea,
2: right? I know if you're if you're listening,
0: Bloom House, and me. any anybody anybody want to hear this? Anybody? You the got pig. two people, two people right now that will totally buy a ticket to that. <laughs> And I'm I married. I'll buy two tickets. I, <laughs> I was
2: like, I love how Creepy Book Club has turned to welcome to our pitch meeting for today. <laughs> uh, we're going to be discussing some ideas we have. We haven't uh, seen each other in a while, so you know, yeah. it's that, true. Right? I know. Say, so, Gretchen and I have the last Creepy Book Club
0: was beginning of December, so it's been over two months. It's it was last year, last year. So it's been eighty four years it's been 84 years and I I can still smell the pages Um.
2: (laughs) anyway
0: um so
2: where were we so yeah the the visitors are just
0: screwing with tank with responsil just just to make Gothel mad just making it hard for her they're pushing
2: the you know Flynn and her together um they're they're manipulating the whole they you know the odd sisters want rapunzel to fall for flynn they're rooting for it um they kind of push for rapunzel to like leave with flynn and go on this whole adventure and and you know try to get to you know i think they even plant the seed of like her wanting to go to the festival of lights and like being drawn to it not realizing that it's for
0: her Right. Um, so you find like that that beautiful scene where she's in Corona for the first time and she's seeing the suns everywhere and she's dancing around. That's like them. They're like making them notice, you know, like they're like, highlight this. That they, they're still they're still doing magic in the dream realm. They 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 don't seem to have struggle too hard there. Like they're they're like putting things out in the universe for her to catch, kind of trying to get her to remember devious little women. Well, and it, it also makes me realize how powerful they are, right? Like
2: they're in the dream realm and being kept there to try to like bind, you know, prevent them from intervening and using their powers and kind of bind them to this realm so that they can't. But yet they still very much so have so much control and influence over what's happening in the real world. And so it's interesting, because I'm like, that means they're extremely powerful. Like, it almost makes me wonder, you know, if we're going to find out that that they've been manipulating, controlling, like, you know, like, we're gonna have a, a moment where we realize the full extent of their power because clearly they're,
0: yeah. Well, and I think it, you know, at this point, I feel like it kind of goes back to the beginning where the Queen of the Dead was talking about the prophecy of the three born witches. And the whole time you're thinking it's Gothel and her sisters. But at this point, I start kind of going, Oh, sisters? And Honestly, I don't know. I'm like, is it? Because, I mean, she kept talking about the prophecy of three. And then so it leads you to believe it's Gothel and her sisters. But I feel like we have already debunked that, you know, so um, that that leads me to think, you know, is is it is it the odd sisters? Because they are so incredibly powerful that they can just they can be bound and trapped in the dream realm, but still messing with folks.
2: Wow. I didn't even think of that. That's, yeah. I wonder if, if, if there's a prophecy and now my brain is like going to like, is this like a Harry Potter situation where do the odd sisters know of this prophecy and it's sort of becoming self-fulfilling? Like they are trying to whatever has been prophesized, whatever the prophecy is, are they actively has all the string pulling and everything that they've been doing up to this point. Is this serving a bigger goal that they have of either, maybe either achieving this prophecy
0: or stopping this prophecy from right. happening, you know, cause we don't. Are know. they just fulfilling it? Like, are they just saying that there's going to be three super powerful triplet witches and that they're going to exist or so are, are they the prophecy? Like, you know, it's like I don't really know, but that was where my brain started kind of going back at this point because they're just ridiculously powerful. Like they yeah. nothing nothing's obviously nothing's gonna stop these these, no. these three sisters. No. Nothing can stop these sisters three. Ooh,
2: that's interesting. Okay. Three. My wheels are turning now with like theories, like they yeah, that they could be. Like I'm almost wondering, is, has them manipulating these other villains, who are essentially other witches, are they trying to knock out the competition for this prophecy? Are they trying to make sure that this prophecy could not be talking about any other witches? So we need oh. to knock out Ursula. We need to knock out Maleficent. We need to knock out, uh, you know, the Grimheld, the evil queen from Snow White. Like I'm I, now, I'm like, are has this
0: been strategic? There's gotta be like I feel like there's gotta be a method to their madness. Like nobody does something for no reason. Like there's there's a lot of drama for no reason. Like I feel like there's gotta be a reason for her to be them to be doing this. So who knows? Interesting. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Okay. Something to think about as I continue in the series. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so so the events of Tangled happen, uh, which we know we know how that movie plays out, um, and you know, and then we come to the end where and we know how it ends. Um, the Rapunzel realizes that the source of Gothel's power is her hair, and she cuts it all, which I
0: still don't understand. Like why? Any, I guess it's magic, but. <laughs> Maybe because she would never stop as long as that was still there. Like, if it was still a possibility, Gotha would never, ever stop, like, maybe. So they're like, well, if I cut my hair.
2: Well, I mean, like, I don't understand why cutting her hair made it not magical anymore.
0: Oh, I, yeah, that I was why I, I, yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I don't like, I doesn't don't the power it? come from within? Like, yes, yeah. I'm like, wouldn't me? you just grow more
2: magical hair or no? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's magic,
0: I guess, because it's magic, and they you, can't, it's you can't canon. question magic,
2: it's canon, you just have to accept it. But yeah, that, that was something that always like another thing that bothered me about Tangled because I was like, that doesn't. It- Maybe. That's not how hair grows. Yeah, that's not how <laughs> hair works. But I don't know. It's like if I were to cut off my hair and it just stopped growing back curly or something. Like
0: that would my... be the greatest tragedy ever. Oh, I'd be devastated. Mm-mm. I'm so sad. I'm I would devastated. be so sad. To be <laughs> but I'm like, that's
2: not that's not how hair works. Like it would still. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway,
0: science doesn't (laughs) exist in a magical world. Yeah. So she cuts it off, and that just that no more, no
2: more magic, no more magical hair. And then, just like her mother, and that's the other thing. Like talk about sort of bringing it back full circle. Just the way Gothel dies and goes out is mirror of her mother. Like the Rapunzel's destroyed. She. Withers and ages rapidly and, and dies, and, and like a uh,
0: vampire in the sun, it just, yep.
2: like, <laughs> just turned
0: to that. dust. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, then it, it brought me back to thinking about how much again, in the beginning, she was so like, Don't want to be like my mom, not going to go down that path. I'm going to protect my sisters, I'm going to do the right thing, you know, what I like, whatever, whatever. Uh, and then in the end, she goes out. Exactly like her mom, like and <laughs> uh, being taken out by her daughter.
0: Adam is like, it's only <laughs> babysitting corpses in the basement. Like she doesn't <laughs> even get back over there. There's no fireman check for my dog at, on the window sticker. Like fire, fireman, please check for my dead sisters in my basement. It's not weird. I promise. Just, it's fun. <laughs> just, just put them on ice. <laughs> yep, no, but, all right. So like who's paying Mrs. Tittlebottom's rent like she's just- I, <laughs> I love that's the other thing too so like
2: obviously you know the ending of Tangled happens and then we get this epilogue which I thought was super interesting but one of my a part where I literally chuckled and laughed uh was so we get to this epilogue and the epilogue is uh between Cersei and Snow Snow White and uh, uh, they're talking and, and uh, uh, you know, Snow was like, do you want to rescue your sisters and get your sisters out of uh, the sleeping room? And, da, da, da. and at one point, I think uh, Cersei is like, oh, I forgot. This is, they Somebody says something about Miss Tittlebottom. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Or something. Yeah, I'm like, poor Mrs. <laughs> like, Tittlebottom, man.
0: This is <laughs> like... Bless her heart, like poor thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, Mrs. Tittlebottom's like making her millionth loaf of sourdough bread. Like she's just, like, <laughs> sitting there in the kitchen. She's just like, oh no, no, no,
2: Brainwashed, like memory altered state, has no idea what's going on.
0: She's just working next to these corpses, like no. Oh. Oh, I'm God. making random birthday cakes. <laughs> I've got a roast on the fire. Like she's just. She's so like, bad for her. Grandma, like sitting in the <laughs> she got a cottage somewhere. Like,
2: uh, I just love that. They're like, Mrs. Tittlebottom. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. <laughs> <And she's> like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, she's been through so much. She, hashtag she's justice for Tittlebottom. <laughs> justice for Tittlebottom, man. I hope that, I hope she gets, you know, something cool happens for her in, in a future book or something. I just feel like she deserves it. <laughs>
0: Poor thing. She's she put needs, up with that, she right? needs like random gifts bestowed upon her. Like she opened her door one day and there's like a big box and it's got a whole new wardrobe and like a free basement cleaning. I think. Do you have a
2: corpse problem in your basement? Well, we'll come kind of clean that up for you. We'll clean it for you. <laughs> it's terrible. Poor Mr. But,
0: but, yeah, <laughs> But yeah, the epilogue was very interesting. I love this like girl power buddy cop group thing they got going on with Cersei and Snow White. They're like, let's team up and be friends. Yes, I know. I was
2: like, I'm kind of here for this like partnership of, of, you know, Cersei sort of being like, I got to check my sisters. My sisters have caused a lot of grief and a lot of problems. Uh, And, you know, Snow White is, you know, and they're cousins, if
0: you don't recall from
2: the Snow White story so the, the Snow White's sisters. like
0: my age she's in her 40s like she's older her kids are grown <laughs> her husband's off I don't know hunting like what, what does he do like he's obviously not missing his wife so <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she's like she's off
2: on these adventures with Cersei she's, and she's just
0: like whatever Cersei so she got nothing going
2: he's like she's not sleeping anymore so I don't want to be around her I don't know yeah it's
0: fine <laughs> but you know there is there is kind of like so you've got this girl power positivity group with Cersei and Snow White and they're going to join friends and be besties and go off and you know maybe undo some of the stuff that their sisters did and you know maybe try to think about rescuing over who knows but then you've got the odd sisters that are like total opposite so it's like you've kind of got this good versus evil thing starting to go on and i find that to be really compelling um and it's actually something i didn't pick up until the second time i was reading it because i was like wait a minute there's a lot of like parallels going on here with the odd sisters and then this new like partnership of Cersei and Snow White. So I feel like that's gonna be the helix, the double helix that's gonna circle through all these stories is that Cersei and Snow White are gonna go around and kind of circle around and fix, maybe try to fix things. And then the 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 odd sisters are gonna go back and go, no, no, no. <laughs> No, I want this to burn. Hold on. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are messing
2: up all of our chaos. Why are you doing this? Yeah, so, no, it's, it's interesting. It's I feel like they're building almost like a, yeah, a, a Disney Avengers of like, <laughs> we got to stop these bad guys. Let's team up. And also, it almost makes me wonder, because there's three odd sisters, like, are we going to get a third
0: Nice. I female that. on
2: the good guy team?
0: What is it? Tulip? Like, Tulip kind of pops out. And we haven't really had something with her. She doesn't seem to know what's going on in her life. So, you know, we haven't seen much from Tulip since Ursula. So, you know, maybe Tulip will come around. They they all liked each other. Yeah, I could see Tulip. Mrs. Tittlebaum? I mean... She might have a bone to pick. She
2: might
0: want You remember pick. the TV show Facts of Life? Like I picture yes. Mrs. Tittlebottom like the house mother in Facts of Life. I can't think of her name, but she was oh my like gosh. Mrs. Poole or something. She had the red yeah. hair and she was always like taking care of the girls. And they're like doing you whatever. You take the good, you take the bad. you, take the good, the bad, you get the facts of life. The of life. <laughs>
2: I, I yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, part of me is is very curious to see if they fill out this trio that is being built up to challenge uh, the odd sisters. I'd be interested to see if there's a third person. My I could see Tulip. I could see them bringing back Tulip and plugging her in. Um,
0: or I'm really, I'm I'm really intrigued by Tulip. Like I kind of want to know what's going to happen with her and Pop and Jay. Like. Mm -hmm. She had so much stuff going on, like in her life that she deserves some happiness, but I kind of want some closure in her story. So I think it would be really cool if that something like that came up. Maybe we're on to something. Maybe, you know, if Miss Valentino watches, maybe she'd be like, no, they (sighs) are totally off. So, really wrong. Not <laughs> You're so wrong way yeah. not even close Wronger. if your name was wrongy mcgronnerstein <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. but that's my speculation is that we're gonna have some sort of like balance between good and evil and you know and i just keep coming back to that story of three you know what i mean so yeah, yeah.
2: so i feel i feel pretty strongly that we're gonna have a third party join join forces with Snow and Cersei at some point Ooh, to battle. I like a like girl
0: power team. Yeah, gonna...
2: So that way you'll have the three and three to balance each other out. But also, interestingly, <clears throat> they're all family. Yeah. Um, so that's the other thing is the, the odd sisters are Cersei's sisters and Snow's cousins. That's so true. I'm wondering
0: if the three and three have to be Related potentially, I don't know. Well, um, you know, I mean, we haven't met uh Cinderella yet, and I feel like uh, Cinderella's related to Tulip, though, isn't she? She's Tulip's cousin, yeah,
2: she's Tulip's cousin. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, but you know, Serena's making so many of these that you know, there could be a distant cousin that we are not aware of yet, too. It, yeah, and it could be somebody we have to meet. I, I think that's a really
2: interesting thought for sure. Yeah, because um, we, I mean, we still have the next book, which we'll talk about in a minute, The Odd Sisters, but then we have uh, Serena came out with one about Cruella Deville, one about Lady Tremaine, and then she's teased the, I can't do math, is that the eighth book or the ninth book? I mean, think the ninth one, she's- The ninth, she's
0: one ninth one yeah, is is going to be a male. yes. Ooh. Well, she's already said she wasn't going to do Doctor Facilier, so right. or
2: Jafar, those or were both Jafar. off the table. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I am intrigued as to whom she. I think I may know, oh, or okay. not, not know. I shouldn't say no. Oh, I think I have an I, yet.
2: I okay. feel like in the last book we read, Mistress of All Evil. There was a couple mentions about a certain blue flamed haired character. Yeah. And I feel like he could fit very well into this sort of lore that's been built with the Odd Sisters, especially being that he's essentially the the keeper of the underworld. That's
0: Uh, one, yeah, I like that thought. You could see
2: Hades. I don't know. That's my that's my guess. That's my theory. If we were in yeah. Vegas, that would be the one I'd put money on. Is okay, that it's it's gonna be Hades. Unle- I mean, because I'm trying to think of like other male villains, and I just feel like there's no other than Jafar and Facilier, which she's she said she's not gonna do those villains. Um,
0: well, we have the. Um, the villain in Hunchback of Notre Dame. I can't think of his name. But right. He's, like, but he's not guy. he's not
2: magical though. That, so I'm like thinking also like what magical
0: male or like Yeah, but there is some male with like the maybe, you know, with him being the leader of a church and and that kind of thing. True. He could be like against the magic type of thing. There could be an online issue there like maybe he might have somebody with him that is showing signs of magic and that's evil and that kind of thing so that's a good point
2: or the or it could just be that the odd sisters
0: are like let's mess with him he's like messing
2: with him and pulling the strings making him obsessed with esmeralda in a very uncomfortable
0: and inappropriate disturbing way (laughs)
2: right (laughs) I, i mean hunchback hunchback is one of those weird movies that when it came out i think i was like seven i was i was little and i remember watching it and being like i don't like this movie um and then when i revisited it much older i was like oh this movie's great and i just feel like so much of it like it's just not one of those disney movies that i think was meant for
0: kids no. Well I, I was in high school. Like I was at that point I was too busy trying to be cool than to enjoy things. You know, of course when you're seventeen, that's what you do. So yeah. I um I didn't actually really appreciate it until much later. I just thought Esmeralda was cool looking. I was like, Man, I want some Disney princesses and. Disney women always have the coolest hair and I just wanted their hair. So I was more that has like some of the best hair. As an adult, I do have a new appreciation for it. But he would be an interesting character to add into this realm. But I kinda like your thought on Hades too. I feel like I like the magical characters. I think they're fun, and you know, fun. and I, I, I'm interested to see. I mean, there are other characters you've got She's got a million to choose from. Like she could go wherever she wants to, but I'm excited for it. It's
2: yeah. It just
0: gets better and better. It's getting good. <laughs> it's getting and I love too
2: that it's like you you start like it answers some questions, but as you go, like it raises so many more questions. So I'm like, oh, I'm excited to read the next one and find out like what does this mean? What is this what is this leading to? Um, you know, with especially with the the epilogue ending on Snow and Cersei kind of teaming up and like Cersei being like oh I'm gonna keep my sisters in the sleeping realm and let's go
0: let's you and go. me let's Snow. Go.
2: Like, <laughs> let's go I make the like, world
0: a better place I feel like they like high-fived and they were like holding it and like these starbursts come up around it and it was like this 80s like or like the 21 oh, jump street like jumping. Yeah. Slow motion <laughs> jump
2: in the, <laughs> t- with him in the air. Yes. That's exactly what I imagined as well. That would um, be amazing. But yeah, I mean overall again, enjoyed this book very much so. I'm so excited to get into our next book. So our Whoa. creepy book club for March is I think we have a graphic. Drum roll, please. I don't do well with <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe we don't. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. (laughs) It is
2: is the Odd Sisters for March. The next book in Serena Valentino's Disney villain series. I think the cover is very telling. It's the poison apple, very reminiscent of the evil queen from Snow. We know Snow White is kind of being set up to be part of this anti-villain dream team. So I'm very curious to see what this next chapter holds, especially since the Odd Sisters are stuck in the dream
0: realm. I am so excited for this because I actually, I read it when it first came out, but it's been a little bit since it's come out. So I have no recollection. So I'm going to be like basically... You know, I read about four books a week, so it's been a while. So I am really yeah, excited you. to jump back into this and 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 have my memory brought back cuz I, I it's going to be good. It's going to be excited. so good.
2: I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to dig in. Um also wanted to throw out there that Creepy Kingdom now has a good reads. So if you're on Goodreads Be our friend. Kind of. Yes. (laughs) Be our friend and follow along with our book club. You'll be able to see uh, what books we've read, what books we have planned on deck, uh, and yeah, and keep up with when we're going to live stream as well. Um, So we really want to bring creepy bookworms
0: together here uh, at the Creepy Book Club. Join us together. They're so great. They do. They shared. I love that it's it's sort of
2: a shared experience of a story, but because it's in written form, like you know, the way I imagine certain scenes going down may be slightly different from the way you imagine. You may pick up on certain hints or certain things that I didn't pick up on. Um, So yeah, it's fun. Join
0: us. We love talking books. Like yes, it's it's so much fun. It's so it's so like nice to like definitely like what you said, Tanisha. Like I, you pick up on things I don't pick up on, and I'm just like, whoa. Like there are sometimes where you have said something, and I'm just like, like that's it. Oh, it makes more sense <laughs> now.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well and then like you with the teacup. I was like, I didn't even think about the teacup. Like I remember reading about the teacup, but I was like, I didn't even put two and two together about the teacup. Yeah, I think
0: I think those odd sisters are stealing teacups from every like person they screw with. Like that's like a trophy. That's what I'm getting out of it. Or
2: is it part of like a larger are they gonna have like a wicked tea party where they just like "Mm, I would like to go to that tea party. I would go (laughs) to
0: I would, I would be there in a heartbeat. I would put in my black ringlets. I would powder my face and I would sit there. <laughs> Who are we going to screw with today, girls? <laughs>
2: oh my god. I almost feel like we ha- we we're going to have to like cosplay the odd sisters at some point. We're going to have to That's do we're going to have to do a full like odd sister look. But we need a third odd sister.
0: We do. James. No. <gasps> <laughs> Peter Porger, Peter Porger, as the <laughs> I third odd sister, gotta and make then we can for Peter. That'd be so cute—a little I curly I, wig. I, unless James is like, like deflated, I wouldn't want to hurt his feelings. But I think Peter would make he, a darn James, fine. James might be a little hurt that he doesn't get to be the third. I can make sister. a fourth sister just for James. Oh, perfect!
2: He could be surfy. Oh. Well. <laughs>
0: do you you want to cosplay as an odd sister
2: (gasps) what that would be amazing would you want us to make you like a little black curly hair wig and then we can make you a little outfit
1: this is the day i've been dreaming of this is great yeah. Uh, by the way, I was—I've actually been a real big fan of uh, *Hunchback and Notre Dame*, to be honest with you. Oh, once again we throw a party here in town. Once again we turn all Paris upside down. Everywhere is a king, and every king's a clown. Once again it's every day.
2: It Yay! is. You know what?
1: And honestly, and one of
2: the best. I, I honestly think Hellfire is my favorite Disney villain song. Like,
0: I will play that song on repeat. Fire, Hellfire. The, Hellfire. Burning
1: in my flesh.
0: I sing but- that while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to imagine
2: decorating cookies, just singing. Hellfire, hell
0: hell cookies this week. Hellfire.
1: <laughs> no, I trust me. Uh, I've been holding it in all day. Actually,
0: been? I'm so glad right. we were able to give you a platform in which to let your art flow.
1: Oh yes. Uh, also, I, want, I also want to predi- I also want to pitch Serena Valentino a uh, like a book about me. Ooh, Porter, a pork,
2: a pork edition, yes.
1: Yeah, basically. Well, maybe not maybe, maybe Peter Porker, but I would say uh, I'd be To Whittlebottom to Whittle uh, I I think I'd be Frederick Kickenstein Twiddlebottom. Uh, <laughs> it's Mister Tittlebottom uh, the third.
2: <laughs> Perfect. I think you're onto something. I I, I'm, I'm solid pitch.
1: And I, I, and trust me, I want Mel Gibson to play me.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure Miss um, Valentino's taking notes right now. She's like, I'm sure Peter She's Parker probably, is Mister Tittlebottom.
1: Sorry, yeah. are you?
0: <laughs> are you taking are all you? these notes? Save some of that hotness for the for for the after show, my friend. You don't want to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, oh.
0: Well, flutter my flippers. <laughs> Ruffle my feathers. Oh, please. Why didn't we all turn the southern bells over here. I
2: don't know. It just oh. felt it felt natural. It felt good.
1: Um, Claire.
2: <laughs> I do declare. I do declare. I think this is a great place to sign off. I think we've I think we have waste <laughs> as much of your time as we should. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, we love the book. We're excited to read The Odd Sisters. Join us in March. We will announce the date of our live stream soon, but start so, reading now. Yes. Um, and we will see you in March for The Odd Sisters. That has been it for Pre- Creepy Book Club. I am Tanisha. I'm Gretchen. I'm fee baby. <laughs> stay creepy everybody
0: bye this podcast has been a production of the creepy kingdom podcast network executive produced by james h carter ii and ryan Grulik. visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles videos and podcasts join our patreon for exclusive content patreon.com slash creepy kingdom until next time this is hannah reminding you to keep it creepy Hehehehe. <laughs>